Ja. Uh, what's going on, Wes? Uh, not much, man. Just taking a break. Taking a break from all the work to sit down here and uh, talk about VR for a little while. What's up with you? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Just figured I'd start charging people 20 cents every time they downloaded my uh, my podcasts. Uh, or maybe every time they installed Retroactively. It. Retroactively. Retroactively. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, I've never seen such hysteria from the development community as I've seen in the last uh, 12 hours or so. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of crazy, too, because I've heard so many things that I don't know who to believe. Like, I, I have the developers over here saying that x y and z is true but then you know the unity people have come back and say well no no not so fast it's not quite that cut and dry and i don't know if that's unity correcting people or if that's unity backtracking and maybe changing some things after the fact but there is a lot of confusion and a lot of hysteria around this whole deal. Yeah, there there sure is, and uh, and and you know we've, we've got plenty of developers in our community and, and hearing firsthand from them saying you know how this is going to affect them and 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 uh, they're just going to pull their game from their store and even seeing big titles like I say I mean I say big titles but I mean like super popular indie titles like Cult of the Lamb say hey buy, download our game now buy our game now because we're, we're going to pull it from the store January first. Like that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. I've seen nothing that but that is crazy. And, and I and I feel like it's and I feel like I do feel like it's justified personally from what I've seen. And uh and it, and it's good to see all these developers out there kind of unifying pardon my pun, uh unifying uh against this ridiculous uh new ask, which which wasn't part of the original agreement. Right? You have a licensing agreement like fucking honor that uh it's just adding something retroactively is, is pretty bullshit saying and even and even saying uh hey this is something we're adding tomorrow and it's not retroactive it still is bullshit because a lot of games have been in development on unity for a year two yep. years three years four years and it's too late to change direction change course and go over to unreal so these are the kind of things that you definitely need to give developers years a heads up they should have told people two years ago this was going to be happening and said they they, by, they gave everybody four months and by the way it, it, just going to unreal isn't as easy as just saying oh you know what i'm going to go to unreal it's a completely different language that works completely differently some of these guys especially those like indie devs that have been working on vr for a few years all they know is how to make vr games in unity and now they either have to pony up money, which a lot of them don't have, or or start all over from square one, five years down the drain. And that that's what really kind of sucks about it. Brian's psycho ex-boyfriend in the chat, which by I love the evolution of the name. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> uh, it says, hope the unity issue is solved soon. I, I do feel like there's enough of a backlash where there's no way they can continue down this road that enough people will jump ship uh, and it's just not going to be good for them long term. It might be okay with, for them for two years, but as people slowly leave and eventually go to uh, Unreal, it's not like Unity was great. Everyone's been complaining about Unity bugs and the lack of help from Unity themselves and that everything good about Unity has come from developers. This is this is just the kind of the last coffin nail, I think. How ironic! How ironic is it that this engine is called Unity, <laughs> and now that's what we're seeing from all the developers is Unity against them <laughs> it was it, it 
it was uh, it was meant to be. This is this this is the the last unification of unity. All right, dude. You know what? We just had a major conversation that probably should have been during the show. So let's start the show <laughs> and talk sure. about a bunch of other shit. Ready? Let's go. Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday right here on YouTube. We do it live for your viewing pleasure. All of those who like to listen with your eyes and for all those who like to watch with your ears, we also upload this thanks to our friend Rypop on podcast services of your choice. There's a lot of choices. Whatever your choice might be, Rypop's got you covered. Uh, my name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman over here to my left, you're right. It's Wes Dillon from our sister channel. This was a great conversation last week. How dare you? <laughs> our, 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 our channel of brotherly love, virtual strangers. Hello, Brian. <laughs> L- Looper, Looper says, um, how ironic is it that Unreal actually looks more realistic? Uh, this is Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a good point. That's right. Oh, man. How's it going, man? Uh, it's been an eventful day, eh? As it typically is on Wednesday, right? Like, you think it's a nice, quiet week. You're going to be able to just kick back and maybe binge some uh, Netflix and chill. Nope. VR news coming down the pipe on hump day. Well, I'm glad I'm back, man, because I was sick from Friday. As you guys saw, I was pretty sick on, on Gamescast on Friday, and I basically was in bed from Friday until last night, I guess. And uh, and so I'm, I'm super far behind on a lot of projects i'm working on alva review strangely enough i've got an episode of psvr this week coming out later tonight which is only four or five days late but i just feel like i couldn't start the week without doing one it wouldn't have been right uh so and yeah and i'm super happy that we're here today because we've got a lot of shit to talk about uh and a lot of good stuff to talk about too uh but let's let's yeah, tackle I miss you. Uh- oh I missed you on PSVR this week. I, I, we're, you know, as I've mentioned to you and a couple of times on my show now, uh, we're, we're building out a website, right, for for VR news. And one of the features of our website is a calendar, a release calendar. And I, I was building that out uh, before my show on Sunday because, you know, we always look at what's coming during the week. Um, and I normally rely heavily on PSVR this week. To tell me what's coming out on PSVR <laughs> this week, and you weren't there, Brian. You weren't there when I needed you. Well, make sure you make sure, Wes, that you join our Discord because over there I've got a full list of all the PSVR two titles that are coming out uh, with all updated dates and uh, and developers listed from now until uh, throughout 2024. And as as the dates get announced and changed, although I did forget to update a few things today. Uh, that's where you can find everything. So guys, if you're not a member of our Discord, click the link in the description below and come join us over there uh, where conversations like this happen 24 seven. And while you're clicking links in the description, click on virtual strangers and visit Wes and his friends that talk about everything VR, not just PSVR too, and subscribe to them as well. Brian Psycho ex-boyfriend with the 45 Donkey Kong Country says, why don't you call me anymore? Love the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost your number intentionally. Ha. Uh, that's why I don't call you. Um, also, I do call you. You must be a different psycho ex-boyfriend. 
Uh, Andrew Bailey with the two quid says RE4s on sale. Should I buy for a possible VR upgrade? It, well, it's not possible. It is a VR upgrade and it is free because the PlayStation blog already told us that. So uh, as long as you don't think that it's going to be cheaper, I think it's $40 right now. I could be wrong. As long as you don't think it's going to be cheaper between now and the time they introduce the VR patch, whenever that might be, then fucking go for it. It's 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 a mixed bag though, right? Because it isn't just will it be cheaper. It's also will they release a deluxe edition with <laughs> DLC that ends up being playable in VR? Um, I don't think the Village DLC is going to be playable, so it's very possible that you're fine just you know dropping forty on on that physical edition right now. But I don't know. I, I, I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to wait and see. You know, if it does go on a better sale, I'm going to wait and see when it's coming out. We might know very soon, Brian, when it's coming out. We might, but we also might not. And people will leave disappointed, as always. Let's make sure I didn't miss anything. Okay, I think that brings us down to, I want to talk to Samson. 143VR with a $5 tip says, 4VR game called Suck It. What's What's the... Wasn't Suck It a product that they made up on The Office um, that had a song that went along with it and everything? Thought it was a joke when I read it. Oh, and fly me to the moon like that bitch I was crammed in. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Yeah, Suck It was. Uh, suck it looks bad. Um, actually, I don't know. I don't know. It actually doesn't look bad. It, it, it looks cheap. It looks like a game people are going to be like, oh, this is like a quest game. And, but it's like I played Toss, and Toss looks like a quest game, and I had a lot of fun with Toss. So... Boss, suck it. I mean, come on, bro. You're you're lucky this isn't my show. I'd be Yeah, never mind. <laughs> While it is now Game Cat specifically White Tiger with a Canadian two dollar tip says drink honey and ginger mixed with hot water to feel better. I don't know who you think I am, Wally. Uh, I live alone. I am single and I don't have ginger <laughs> just sitting around. I don't I mean, does Amazon deliver ginger? Because that's the only way I'm getting ginger into this house is if I can get it next day, uh, free shipping. Which, as we've talked about last week, that doesn't even happen. They don't anymore. do that anymore. Yeah, that's not even a thing. Uh, macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with the $5 tip says, LOL, I bet they have a nice big VR section at the state of play, but it will all be all the games we already know are coming and next month. Thanks, Sony. Uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that yeah. in a second, about all the things that we think it'll be, right? Yep. yep, yep. Yeah. I was about to go. I was about to go off on it and just get right into it, but I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Now is not the time. <laughs> I mean, we could. We could. I mean, I, I do feel like that's where everybody's here for. So maybe we should just jump straight to state of play, uh, get that out of the way. And if anybody wants to jump in and have a conversation about that in the chat, let us know your thoughts on it. And uh, we'll, we'll absolutely, um, absolutely do that. So let's, let's jump ahead, Wes. People are here for state of play okay. conversations. Let's give the sure. people what they want. Um, and what Kane Salthouse, Kane21 with the five quid says is, hey, man. Hey, Kane. Uh, would be happy for you to be a guest on my podcast one day. Thanks, Kane. Um, I haven't been a guest on anybody's podcast in a while. I did a uh, sci-fi game cat Henry's show, uh, geekful things. And I did jump cut play like years ago. And I did, I guessed it on miles Dyer show. 
uh, a couple years ago as well. But I, very seldom do I have the privilege of being on someone else's show. So, uh, you know, hit me up on through email and we'll, we'll talk about that. All right, man. Well, let's talk about state of play because state of play is the news of the day. And I think it's probably time that we go over to the PlayStation blog and, uh, and read what they have to say before putting our own thoughts into their mouth. You know who else likes? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, she does. I like that. I don't even have to finish the thought. We've just got this covered. Okay. So let's go over to uh, the PlayStation blog over here and see what they say. Uh, State of Play returns tomorrow with a focus on upcoming indie and third-party releases. Uh, September 14th, YouTube, Twitch, and TikTok. And TikTok, is this the first time they're going to air this thing on TikTok as well? Uh, oh, bro. It's going to be short. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> State of Play. Uh, yeah, I think I saw uh, Wario64 said it was going to be 27 minutes long, uh, just to get that out there while we're on the topic of length. Hmm. Um, see, Shawnee Benson over there, the head of Portfolio Global Third Party Relations, says, wow, dude, I need to get my prescription lenses uh, out because I need to make this bigger to read. Do, 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 do. Hello, everyone. I'm Shawnee Benson, part of the Global Third Party Relations team here at PlayStation. I'm excited to announce a new state of play broadcast broadcast streaming tomorrow september 14th at 2 p.m pacific hey wes what are you doing tomorrow at 2 p.m pacific i will be watching the state of play that's what i'll be doing you gonna be watching it live here with me while we stream it are we doing that i mean i'm gonna stream it but uh but i asked aj and aj uh, will not be back from work in time i figured i'd throw it to aj first because we missed monday's show uh but if you're free i'd love to have you here um i'll give you a good solid probably on that one i like good solid probabilities tomorrow's broadcast will focus on updates to previously announced games coming to playstation consoles from indie and ps space vr2 highlights to major upcoming titles from our third-party partners our latest show has something for everyone i'm going to guarantee wes that will not be the case people will walk away from this like, there's nothing for me there not something for everyone. Here at PlayStation, our vision is to be the best place to play, publish, oh, and publish great games. And because there are thousands of developers and publishers all around the world constantly making great games, our team has their work cut out for them. I hope you continue tomorrow. Blah 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 blah. Uh, what what do you what do you think of this wording? Uh, tomorrow's broadcast will focus on updates to previously announced games coming to PlayStation consoles. That was their blanket statement before time. even mentioning PSVR two. Yep. Yep, yep. So again, repeat, tomorrow's state of play will focus on updates for previously announced PlayStation games. There will be no new announcements, ladies and gentlemen. These are already games that we know that are coming, which is fine, which is fine, Brian, because there are quite a few games that we need release, release dates for that we know are coming. When's the Foglands coming? When's Journey to Foundation coming? Mm -hmm. We don't even really have an official announcement of when Madison's coming. So, uh, I mean, I could keep going. There, there, there's probably ten or twelve different games that have been announced, but no release dates. Um, Did, would you like a list? More about would you like a list? Because guess what? I am on Please. the Without Parole Discord right now. Thanks to Brian Paul who <laughs> fucking put this shit together. He says uh, the the dates, the games that are coming without release dates. Suicide Guy VR Deluxe. That's sometime in September. 
We also have, uh, as you said, Madison VR, Run or Die VR, uh, Spaceship Imposter VR, Ghostbusters <laughs> VR. Actually, Ghostbusters VR got a release date today. Um, oh, did it? I wasn't even aware of that. It did, but it seemed like it was an accidental leak again from another PlayStation uh, Twitter account or, uh, or or blog post somewhere. I, I got to get in, look into that. Uh, so, but because it accidentally leaked today, I'm sure it'll show up officially tomorrow. Um, yeah, Chris sure. Payne, Hero VR, all, all of these Midnight Works games that are just ripoffs of other games. Uh, Phasmophobia, we know it's coming leading yeah. up to Halloween, but not when. We don't have I played that last night actually. Not on PlayStation. I played it on Steam last night. All right, let's let's cancel the rest of the show. We, I just want to hear your thoughts on Phasmophobia. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get better we'll than get it used to be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you, okay, did you like it? I need to know. I can't wait. It's better than it used to be. It was, uh, it was fun. And I, you know, while I didn't find it particularly like scary very often, mm-hmm. um, I did experience some things where I thought, you know, this will probably scare Brian. So I think you might <laughs> like it, dude. People smiling at me on the street scare me. So. It doesn't take much. Yeah. Uh, There's ha- some good sound design in there now, so uh, it's it's pretty good. Happy Funland is coming sometime in October. We don't know when. Box to the Beat sometime in October. We don't know when. Uh, Tempest eighty four is coming sometime in November. We don't know when. Uh, and then, are you ready for this? This is the big list of sometime in twenty twenty three games that any of these could show up tomorrow. Already been announced. Uh, Arizona Sunshine two, Barbaria, mm. Behemoth. Black Hole Pool, Colossal Cave VR, uh, Cube VR, D-Day Enhanced, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2, The Foglands, Journey to Foundation, Lo-Fi, Numata, Propagation Paradise Hotel, Stranger Things VR, Tiger Blade, The Twilight Zone, Ultra Wings 2, Undead Citadel, Ven VR Adventure, VRSO Bare Knuckle Fighting, and X8. And then there's a bunch of, uh, there's, there's, there's like three times as many games that we just don't have any kind of release date for. We don't know if they're coming this year or next year, and it's a ridiculous number. And that, that includes okay, like so Aces just, of Thunder, Project Wingman, that kind of stuff. Just really quickly, I want to say to everyone here, uh, Brian just read probably 30 or 40 games off. Um, we might get five tomorrow, Okay. We mm-hmm. might get five, and Ghostbusters is probably going to be the big one. So set our expectations thus, thusly. I don't even know what the word I was looking for. <laughs> Scratch that. Uh, let, let's have, let, let's for a change go into this thing with realistic expectations. So hopefully in 24 hours, we won't be like sorely disappointed as we typically are. Um, I would love to hear something about Behemoth. I would love to hear something. Uh, there was another big one on that last few that you read off there that I've already forgotten what it is. Um, yeah, there was another big one, Behemoth and something else. I'd love to hear more about Foglands or Journey to Foundation. Yep, those would be great. I feel like those are guaranteed. Um, I feel because both of those were, uh, both of those showed up in State of Plays already, right? Arizona Sunshine too. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. That's a big one. Yeah. That's probably that might be number one out of all of them, other than RE4. I'm so looking forward to Arizona Sunshine too. Heard it was good. Uh, what's the probability? Uh, yeah, I actually heard heard the same thing. Uh, what's the probability on um, 
it's a probability on Resident Evil 4. We don't think it's we don't think we'll see anything about that tomorrow. You think that's more of a showcase thing? Well, I do know that it is being demoed next week in Tokyo, so it's possible we could get something on it tomorrow. I don't know what if they're not giving us a release date, I don't know what else they would give us. I mean, they could give us another gameplay trailer, I guess. Yeah. Uh yeah. I think if we get another trailer for it tomorrow, it really bodes well for us getting the game this year. Like I, I don't see them actively promoting this thing for six months, you know, giving us a trailer every six weeks. So if we get something from RE4 tomorrow, whether it's a release date or not, uh, all of a sudden my expectations for getting it this year skyrocket. So hopefully we will see something, but I wouldn't hold my breath waiting on it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's unlikely that we'll see anything, but if we do, then yeah, big deal. I think they've got enough bigger, bigger, bigger indie games or bigger I don't know if you'd even go single A with something like Arizona Sunshine 2. The hope, of course, is that, you know, it feels like that. But they've got enough of those type okay, of games so to, to not worry about uh, something like Resident Evil 4, I think. So Dan Kitty VR in the chat says, new wipeout game, please. Please listen to me, everyone. <laughs> Tomorrow's State of Play will focus on previously announced yep. third-party games coming to PlayStation 5. Thank you. Yeah. If anybody leaves tomorrow's uh, showcase, I'm sorry, State of Play disappointed. I, I'm good. I, I think right now, I think Wes and I are on the same page. If you leave tomorrow's uh, State of Play disappointed, it's probably on you because they already warned us what yeah. to expect. If you expect anything that's new, any, any big new announcements, like, I, I feel like they could. They say focus on already announced titles don't don't brad don't, wait, wait, wait. i know, I know. I'm, I'm reading into it but as <laughs> they say focus on which means that maybe they'll maybe they'll show off maybe they'll show off something new but i wouldn't i would I certainly not gonna be a trip, certainly not gonna be a triple a first party title right it could be something indie something along the lines of a fog oh, there won't type be anything title. first party yeah there won't be any third party tomorrow our first party um which I'm kind of surprised of, honestly. I was I'm expecting the Spider-Man Two edition to drop any day now. So the fact that this isn't that is kind of surprising to me. Macho, macho, macho. The real estate procrastinating game cap with the five dollar tip in the chest says, "I don't know what Wes is talking about. Tomorrow is going to be the best state of play ever. Everyone, get ready. <laughs> Arizona Sunshine plus Resident Evil Four and all your favorite games confirmed." That that would be great. He nailed it, and it probably would be the best state of play ever. Now that. Honestly, now that we think about it, yeah. well, you, you, uh, it's just a history of people being disappointed about these things. Do you, do you remember the one a few years back when like everybody got so super amped for it and like the big reveal was like Tetris Effect or something and people were just livid coming out of that. And it turns out Tetris Effect, uh, an all-time great VR game now, but at the time it seemed like the sky was falling. <laughs> You said you said you remember the one a few years back when we're all hyped up for it, and then there's nothing. That was all. Yeah. Of, that was all of them. <laughs> like that does, all of actually them, doesn't right. narrow yeah. it down even remotely. Uh, macho, macho, macho. The real estate procrastinating game cat with a two dollar tip says it's the game cat way. Hopes up to a hundred. Yeah, it is true. Uh, it's hard not to get excited, but that's that's why we gotta that's why we gotta temper our expectations because. The natural yep. response to these things is 100% excitement. And Sony, ha Sony has taught us over the years to stop getting excited. And especially with uh, statements like these are games we've already fucking told you about. 
It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Piatrek F with the 12 plantain says, wasn't Alex already announced? No. (laughs) Alex is not a game you already know about on a PlayStation headset, although I like your optimism. Um, Living Legend with the Canadian $10. Sorry, go ahead. I guess technically Twisted Metal was already announced. No, not for PS5, but it was announced a decade and a half ago, two decades ago, right? It was also recently announced as a TV series. I don't think that's this, true. I don't think this counts. Living Legend with the Canadian $10 tip says, Happy West Day, Game Cats. Arashi finally got a release date this November. Uh, hopefully, Ben VR gets a release date very soon. Uh, really hoping we get Wipeout, uh, Stardust. I wonder if he means Stardust Odyssey or Super Stardust. Uh, Hypervoid. Hypervoid. Wow. You, I, mm, Living Legend, Only I feel like throughout the years, there's only been one person who's ever gone to bat for Hypervoid. And I'm not sure if it was you this whole time or if this or if this tip just made it two people. <laughs> um, Astrobot and Rush of Blood on PSVR 2. Uh, I mean, really want all of these things. I don't, I don't think we're going to see many of them or any of them tomorrow hey maybe they'll uh maybe they'll announce some um some dlc for uh switchback wouldn't that be cool yeah yeah i mean they did say they're not done with that game right they made it sound like they had they more have, stuff coming they recently reiterated that to me privately so it's coming <laughs> at some point privately they said don't repeat this anywhere <laughs> I didn't say that, or okay. I would not have actually. Right. No, you're you're a very trustworthy cat, Wes. Uh, Michael Grant with the two dollar tip says, "You know who else likes good, solid probabilities?" I think we do. I think we do. Uh, Johnny Raphop in the in the chat with the level two membership tip says, "Journey to Foundation, The Foglands, Among Us, FNAF, Ghostbusters, Ooh. and as a bonus, Servios's Alien." Uh, that's a that's a boot. All I see happening. Probably three of those, though. Brian, did, did we ever get a, a confirmation on uh, I Expect You to Die 3? Nope. That's uh, so far just been announced for meta platforms. And uh, I, I believe not. I believe not even Steam yet. I could be wrong. No, it's coming to Steam uh, next week. OK. Uh, then the initial announcement was just Quest. And uh, yeah, we haven't heard anything about PSVR 2. They've been uh shell games has been ridiculously quiet about psvr2 and it's irritating <laughs> so um but among among us would be cool i think that would be a it'd be cool to see that again uh but i think even cooler everything that johnny rypop wrote to us in that tip uh servios is alien game that what a great place to show that mm. off right and i feel like that's yeah, the for real. right level of you know of it's certainly not gonna be triple a it's not super indie. It's, it's the right level of game that we want to see at a, at a state of play for PSVR 2. agree. Um, uh, Izzard with the five quid says, Wes, the best way to surprise us with new games by pretending state of play will focus on already announced ones. Am I right? Optimism rules. I'm sorry. That went all the way in one ear and out the other while I'm chatting with the chat here. He's get, oh, um, oh, you're AJing the fuck out of the show. I see. Yeah, 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 for real. Yeah. So, uh, Izzard said, uh, isn't the best way to surprise us with new games by pretending that State of Play will focus on already announced ones? <laughs> right. Slide, slide of, verbal slide of hand, right? Misdirection. Yep. Yeah. That's true. 
uh, I love I love the eternal optimism, but everyone, uh, I think everyone's sending these tips with a little uh, tongue in cheek, which which is a horrible expression, by the way, because I bite my tongue a lot and bite my cheek a lot. So tongue in cheek, this reminds me of pain. Uh, Bell Ramio, the game cat with the dude, 120 euros. Thanks, Bell. Uh, Fucking really appreciate it. He says, I am back, or while well, I'm here now, I hope they show us some good VR games, or at least Stellar Blade in the state of play. What's Stellar Blade? Is that a flat screen game? Yeah, I've never heard that those two words together in that way before ever, so I don't know. I, I got money on lo-fi. I, I, I think I'd put a pizza. I put a pizza on lo-fi because they need something visually impressive, but also something that would be, that would fit the bill for a state of play and i think lo-fi anytime somebody sees it they go really this is fucking vr this looks amazing even though it's developed by one person blaring out um so i and i i think this would be perfect if they they put that up there uh they put a release date and they get everyone amped about lo-fi he's been unusually quiet lately like he's normally very vocal on on social media twitter specifically mm-hmm and he hasn't been lately. He's been really quiet, which makes you wonder, is he quiet because he's busy with other things, or is he quiet because he's busy with lo-fi? Uh, I mean, even with the Unity thing that came out yesterday, I think he tweeted once on it, and it was like a meme. So, like, it's weird. Weird silence from uh, Blair Renault. Yeah, weird silence. And, uh, and also, it had disappeared from the PlayStation Store. I don't know if it's back up or not. But uh, some of the cats have noticed that when things disappear from the PlayStation Store, they reappear with release dates or pre-order availability, uh, that kind of stuff. They disappear, and then when they come back, we know more about them. So that bodes well for this showing up tomorrow, in my book at least. Um, is Is the chat telling us what Stellar Blade is? Matt Longo says it's likely there. Bayonetta Korea says Matt Longo. Byron's on my end. I'm actually turning down my mic for a second. Damn, I heard that one. Yeah, they, they get real loud around here sometimes. Oh, and there they are again. Just when you think they're gone. Uh, all right. Uh, Bell Ramio with the six euros sends us a, a hype hippopotamus, which is the best kind of hippopotamus, I think. Hypopotamus. Ooh, a hypopotamus. That's so good. I didn't even think of it. Uh, that's why I didn't think of it. Social Destruct with a $10 tip says Resident Evil 4 VR2. Oh, I got it. <laughs> we'll be at the Tokyo Game Show. So the possibility of announcement date could happen. However, low expectations. It's, it does seem like something that they will announce at the Tokyo Game Show rather than uh, at State of Play with all this happening. Yeah. And if you happen to be in the Tokyo area and you need tickets... Hit up your boy. And that's not even a joke. Wow. I've always wanted to go to Tokyo S. Maybe that maybe me too. <laughs> maybe Tokyo Game Show 2025 will convince me to leave this little old apartment. You think you think anybody from Japan watches without parole? Uh I know one person from Japan that does. Yeah. Maybe not regularly, but somewhat. Uh yeah, my friend Will. From Character Bank, uh, who's will be bringing us uh, Ruins Megas Complete to PSVR 2 very soon. Uh, I think he watches us 
from time to time. That's like next week, right? That's exciting. Very soon, yeah. I think it might be next week, actually. Very cool. All right, man. Well, uh, that's that's us lowering your expectations for uh, tomorrow's state of play. You have been warned. Michael Grant in the chat with the $2 tip says, I think it's safe to say PSVR 3 tomorrow. <laughs> Just yeah, about, confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, no reprojection. It's also launching with the PlayStation 6. And uh, it's everything we've ever wanted to be. Everything is photorealistic, running at 240 FPS. All right. Uh, it's reprojected from 120, so people are going to be all pissed off. <laughs> Before we started the show, Digital Catalog Hub. <laughs> That's actually really funny. It's true, though, too. Uh, Digital Catalog Hub before the show started said almost 100,000 subscribers. Day one 2016 fan here. Uh, ch channel's been around since before that. Um, <laughs> like 2016 when we switched <laughs> to PSVR. Uh, and that's when people started watching. So I, I think it's fair to say 2016 was the beginning of the channel. Uh, we did a lot of nonsense before that. We expected nobody would be watching. And in all fairness, I think I need to privatize those videos because... We didn't think anybody was watching and I think, I think this about my stuff all the time because my kids will come back in here. Dad, I watched your episode three. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Why? Why is it still up? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel you. Uh, hey, let's tackle a couple of uh, viewer takeover questions, Wes, uh, starting with Virtual Authority Australia. Don't forget, guys, you can leave viewer takeover questions uh, and, and dictate what we talk about on the show by leaving those questions on our Discord in the viewer takeover channel. Uh, Virtual Authority Australia said, hey, Brian, did you receive your replacement headset yet? I recently received a replacement, and the difference between the picture quality is definitely noticeable. Can we talk about quality control on these headsets? Wes, how many different PSVR2 headsets have you used thus far? Um, three. But the, the, the other two were just um, demo units pre-release. So since it launched, I've only used one retail unit. And um, yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't surprise me to hear this, though, in a, in a user comment, because with it being an OLED device, um, OLEDs all have different, they're like fingerprints. They're all different. They have, they have different flaws or lack of flaws. Some of them will have worse mirror than others. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that um, someone saying they got a different headset and it's better than the first one. That could have just as easily been worse, but uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, you won the lottery there, uh, Virtual Authority. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just not attentive enough, uh, but you know, I can't, I'm wondering what the difference in something like Moro would be from headset to headset. Like, is it 2% worse, 10% worse, 50% worse? Like how, what, like what type of differences are we talking about, Wes? I mean, is it, is it drastic? Uh, it was with Oculus Rift uh, CV1. Like th those could be wildly different from one another um, to the point that th they had software worked in to, the, to kind of mitigate some of the effect. Um, and some people would disable that and liked it better with disabled, but others that had worse Mira would leave it enabled. It kind of made things dull and by, you know, kind of dimming the contrast out a little bit, uh, it, uh, was less noticeable, the Mira effect. 
Um, but Mira for CV1 is just a completely different thing than what we experience on uh, PSVR 2. It was it wasn't all uniform. Like Mira in, in PSVR 2 just kind of looks like screen door effect a little bit. Um, Mira on CV1, I mean, it had streaks and uh, Roots even said his looked like it had a thumbprint right in the middle of one of the lenses. Like, um, so yeah, we've got it actually pretty good. So I, I wouldn't think that the difference would be as drastic uh, today, you know, because the refinement process is so much uh, better now. Um, but I don't know. I've only used the one. So, well, I'm on my third uh, PSVR2 headset. I got one at launch and then that one uh, broke one of the lenses went black and i immediately sent it out uh, to sony uh, and but at that very same day i went out to that this was the midnight release of zelda tears of the kingdom i went out to a midnight release so i could buy another psvr2 headset and so i, I wasn't without it for more than a few hours uh, and then just this week three months after sending my, my headset back uh, PlayStation finally sent me a headset and it was a new one. They, 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 they had lost my old one. <laughs> that's, that's what ultimately happened. They lost it and just said, fuck it. We're going to send them a new one. Took three months. No apology. No, nothing. No, no, even explanation that had said, Hey, we, we sent you a new one. It just showed up in the mail three months later. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, horrible, horrible experience. Maybe that's just your review unit that got there a little late. Maybe. Maybe I'm still waiting for my repaired one to come back. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll know when it's my repaired one because it smells like me. And that's not pretty, Wes. They all they're all identical, Wes. All three of them. They I, I you know, there was only a few hours between the time my first one broke down and I got my second one. It looked exactly the same. Uh, and then I plugged this one in today just to check it out to answer this question, and it looks exactly the same as the one that I'm using. Uh so it's a that's a really small sample size so my my testimony here my my experience means absolutely nothing because it just means i happen to get three one three that are good or maybe not even good maybe just three that are the same i could be i could be using the worst ones right i could be using ones with the, uh, the worst picture quality i don't i don't even know that it could be better but all three Let of mine have been this. virtually identical yes sir uh so when you get a new headset and you plug it into your console, does it make you go through the uh, setup process again, or does it stay kind of calibrated from the last one to the next? Uh, this did not. This did not make me go through a setup process today. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Well, that blows my theory out of the water. Then. <laughs> uh, you want my, my? Go ahead. My 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 theory was that. Because I had a similar experience recently when I switched my consoles out. Because I have two consoles here, and um, I, I brought I, I brought the one from the living room, the discless one, in here to use, and let my kids have the one with the disc on it. And after I plugged it in, I was like, "Man, this thing looks amazing." I mean, it looked great before, but it looks especially great now. And what it actually turned out to be was that on my other console. I had turned the the uh, brightness down by like thirty or forty percent, and when I brought it back in here, the brightness was turned all the way back up, and that's why it looks so much better. Um, but yeah, I was thinking maybe something similar had happened with the uh, virtual authority here. Yeah, 
Uh, Twitcher asks if I have a spare set of orbs now. I technically do. I do have another set of uh, sense controllers. Uh, and luckily, since I reviewed the uh, the other charging station, I now have two charging stations as well. So life is fine, I guess. Uh, Rachel, I don't I don't know about the uh, the height problems with the new with the prescription lenses on the new headset. Uh, I didn't I, I didn't test it thoroughly. I, I just jumped in to make sure that it wasn't somehow drastically different. Um, Living Legend with the Canadian five dollar tip says, Brian, how'd you get a hold of Sony's phone support? I tried calling them for almost a week about some account question and no one replied. Uh, there's just a phone number on when you when I went through the whole process on their website saying, you know, here's my problem and here's what I need to do. I need to get in touch with somebody, blah, 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 blah. Um, there was the, eventually they gave me a phone number and I was on hold for like 45 minutes, but I did eventually talk to somebody. So there's that. It wasn't fun. And I had to call them two more times over the course of the next three months because I just heard nothing and their website didn't update. The website didn't even update telling me they had received the headset for repair for a month. And so I called them and they said, oh no, we got it. You know, and, and oh, here's the tracking number that proves we got it and blah, blah, blah. They went through the whole thing and their website still never updated. It never updated until about three days before I got it back saying, hey, we received it. And then the next day I got an update saying, hey, uh, we're, it, it's being sent back to you. So I don't know what the fuck's going on there, man. What, what, what a fucking clusterfuck. Uh, anyway. Oh, oh, so here's what I was going to say about my, my new headset. It doesn't fit right. You know how everybody, everybody put on the PSVR 2 headset at first and was like, this is uncomfortable. I don't fucking understand, yeah. dude. Like I, I put on, when I first got my headset, I was like, this is weird. And like the lenses are resting on my nose and, 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 and everything else. And I couldn't quite figure out where to angle it, whatever. But now when I put on my PSVR 2 headset, it just boom, pop it on. Everything feels right. My new one, I got, I put it on. And I was like, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't feel right. The lenses are resting on my nose. I'm like, why, why was it so difficult? And, and I'm sure because it, yeah, it's because you hadn't set your IPD yet because the thing pinches my nose too. After I let someone else use it and they, they, they turn the lenses in too close. It doesn't feel right on my face, but it's, That's it's, it why. still didn't even sit right on my head. Like everything felt off. It's like they gave me some, I don't, it just felt wrong. And so I got to spend more time with it because it took me a little while to get used to my original one too. So so it was thought it was strange. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it eventually forms to the shape of your head, right? Possibly. Super futuristic space aged rubber. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on, man. We got, we, we got a lot more to talk about. So, uh, uh, and, I, and I think we'll, we'll start 47 minutes into the show, uh, with Alvo. Alvo's coming out tomorrow for PSVR two, you guys. And the review embargo lifted today. Uh, I spent three hours playing it last night. I've been playing it sporadically throughout the course of the last couple of months. Honestly, it's been in beta for a long time. This is how you do it, right? You guys, you run a long beta and make sure you got all the kinks worked out before launching the game. Have you had a chance to play the PSVR 2 version, Wes? I have, Brian, on more than a few occasions. Um, like you, I've been playing it sporadically for a couple months now. Nice. And uh, what, what do you think, man? Were you a fan on PSVR 1? Uh, I was. Uh, I like it because it's different. I like it because um, of its versatility. You know, mm -hmm. typically when you play one of these... Uh, 
versus multiplayer shooter games, they have one thing that they do or two. Alva's got like four or five different game modes, and it's all very different stuff than what we typically see in these games. So, like, they have their tactical mode that's that plays a little bit like like a firewall or a breachers, but they also have like a free for all where you can just go kill people and respawn immediately. Uh, they have a control point mode. I mean, they they have a lot. They have zombies, Brian. Yep. I mean, how many of these games have zombies in them in VR? Like, not many. So, um, yeah, man, I like it because it's it's a lot of game uh, for a pretty modest price, and it's been around long enough now that the gameplay is pretty polished and smooth. Yeah, I think there are a lot of complaints around the PSVR one launch of this game, and the the benefit of just kind of bringing over a game and, and i and i think i've said this the last time we talked about ultra was i i kind of wish they had just done the exact same thing that alvo did with firewall and just said hey let's take this game that has been refined over the years and let's let's port that over uh and that's the benefit of what we got with alvo is that it's just been refined and refined and refined and and, and over the course of f- three four years whatever it's been uh we're getting a relatively polished game uh, it still has problems like spawn points are still uh, spawn points are still an issue. You still get very frequently get killed the second you spawn in. Uh, but I, I don't I don't think it's a game that I take terribly seriously in that regard. Or I just want to get in there with some friends. I want to play a bunch of different game modes. It the run and gun action feels a lot more like Pavlov, but without the over the top uh, realistic nature of it. Right? You get to you get to run around more of an arcade setting, and you can you can do manual reloads, you can do auto reloads, uh, and and yeah, just you know dying constantly, whatever. Oh, crouching, sliding, the whole thing. You've got buttons for this stuff, unlike Pavlov. So uh, I think I think this is I think this is a, a game that's going to be. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just I'm just really happy that it made it to PSVR too, and it looks super crisp and clear. This is a Great price point for it too, like you said, twenty bucks. Uh, and co- especially consider games like Toss just came out for twenty bucks, which I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that felt like a ten, fifteen dollar game. This, this, you're getting a ton of content, way more content than uh, than rightfully for, you rightfully should for twenty dollars. Yeah, and there's a ton more coming down the pipe too. I think there's going to be a new map or two within the first month or two, and the maps that are um, that are already here are are getting. Uh, another passover you're, you're right it looks a lot more crisp on the uh on the psvr2 already but they're they're going back over the maps and adding detail in that's not there right now uh and all this is going to be done within a matter of weeks um and they they published a, a much larger roadmap on their their discord earlier today i guess i guess brian i guess i should hold up stop and inform everyone in full disclosure that I work for Impact Reality and Alvo is a client because I don't want people to get upset um, if my name ends up no, thank, popping up. Thank in, you uh, for that. that that's uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always want to be as transparent as we possibly can. I completely forgot about right. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, there's a there's a lot coming to, um, soon for Alvo, and there's a lot more coming that's not so soon. But as it stands, it, it's already a pretty good solid deal for 20 bucks and if you already have it on uh, psvr1 you can buy up to the uh, psvr2 version for five bucks and you get to bring your progress with you yep. so all everything that you've done over the last three years on uh, psvr will come with you to the psvr2 version 
day one and um and crossplay will, will be available on day one as well with quest so. and i think we need to talk about something that uh might be the coolest addition to this game that we really really hope more developers are paying attention to and that's the option literally an option in the settings menu to switch from 60 to 120 reprojected fps or 90 native they just fucking give you the option in the settings menu to change that whenever you want to and that is that like i i feel like this has set a new standard we, we need to see this in so many more games moving forward now because it's it makes everybody happy i think everybody's in agreement wes i think that we'd all rather take a little less detail in the environment for a for a better resolution and, and a higher frame rate if we can get 90 fps native and give us the option for that amazing i gotta hand it to them man they, they put this thing in wick yeah. like a, a lot of these developers they they don't understand the kind of controversy around the whole reprojection system with uh with, with psvr2 and, and really it only came up in conversation with them within the last six weeks or so and in that span of time they added this option in and got it working uh pretty well um so it's nice everyone everyone's going to have the option now if they want a little more detail uh and uh, you know with the reprojected uh setting or if they want a little less detail but smoother frame rates with the uh with the native setting but you're right this sets a new standard um that I hope that other studios pick up on because, um, yeah, apparently it's not that difficult. I mean, maybe it would be more difficult for a game like Horizon, but most games aren't Horizon, so, you know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, most games that we see uh, look a lot like Quest 2 games or better-looking Quest 2 games. So right. I don't I don't see, uh, yeah. No excuses, developers. Every game, come, every game that comes out moving forward, we demand this option. Delay your games. Switch to Unreal. Fuck Unity. I don't know, Ben. It's like a lot of shit going, <laughs> a lot of shit going on right now. Developers like, we don't know what to do. <laughs> um, but th this is a good time. Again, twenty bucks. It's it's just some uh, so, so many more game modes than the last time I really checked in uh, on Alvo. Uh, the last time I played Alvo on PSVR one was when they introduced zombies, and zombies is fun with a major asterisk it's fun like once i thought I, you, I, you go in you play it for an hour and then like you're like okay that was so slow paced i'm pretty much done with that i never need to play the zombies mode again but the hard point uh search and destroy uh obviously team deathmatch free for all good stuff easy to easy to make private lobbies um 20 bucks i think this is uh this is a good deal uh not perfect but fun yeah I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> NGI tells it says no. Uh, tell you tell him Brian. There's no more excuses. Let's give him a year. <laughs> Let's give all these studios some time <laughs> to figure out what the standards are. But yeah, uh, we, we're we're definitely going to start. Uh, definitely going to start saying because as Jan in the chat says, ninety is the sweet spot. I think that's what Jan meant to say. <sighs> all right, man. Uh, Another game that we're uh, that we're excited to come to PSVR two. Uh, we just sort of got the word today, although there's been a lot of mixed uh, mixed messaging on this. I suppose is is Stride. Now, 
what happened was is uh, Joyway put up a trailer of Stride somewhere, and I had left a comment and said, hey, uh, I really hope Joyway's considering bringing this to PlayStation VR 2, and they responded and said, actually, yeah, the headset's selling pretty well. We want to. We're going to. That's that's the word over there. Uh, and uh, I don't know, man. I have so many thoughts about this, and I know that the, the cats have a lot of thoughts about this, uh, but what are your thoughts on this? Uh, well, I mean, I do think that it is a significant change in messaging from them. Um, I think it bodes well for our platform to hear them saying that. Uh, so things must be going pretty well for Sony because Joyway has been very non-committable uh, about PSVR support uh, since it launched. Like every, they've been asked often about it, and it's always been nope. Not right now. We're not covering PSVR 2 right now. So the fact that they've changed up on that, I think, bodes well for us. But I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about uh, Stride. Stride is, an, is a game that I haven't spent much time playing because I was sold on Stride from day one, but I was sold on the idea of the story campaign, mm -hmm. which we are still waiting on. Like, technically, Stride is still an early access title, all these months and years later. So, okay, great. It's coming to PSVR 2. Awesome. Um, will I have the story mode when it comes to PSVR 2? That's what I want to know. Yeah, and I think a lot of cats out there, you know, especially the ones who were loyal to PlayStation VR all this time, and they said, oh, fucking awesome, Stride's here. And, they, and then we'd heard all the things about multiplayer. We'd heard all the things about uh, the story campaign. We'd heard all the things that they were planning on adding to the game. And never once did Joyway say prior to releasing the game on PSVR 1, hey, this shit's not coming to your console. This is not coming to your headset, right? All they ever said was, after everybody bought it, we never said that it was coming, but we also, but then we said, but you never said it wasn't. And that's the problem. There was some poor messaging. So I can't imagine they sold more than a few thousand copies on PSVR one. I think as an act of goodwill, the people who actually bought it should get some kind of discount upgrading to the PSVR two version. And for the yes. love of God, please tell me that we're getting all of the stuff uh, that has been promised on the PSVR two version. They've, they've, they've got a little, <clears throat> they need a little goodwill, and uh, they need they need to make it up to some of the cats. Now that being said, Wes, I fucking love Stride. I love Stride the way it is on PSVR one right now. I I said in my review, even if we don't get any of this other stuff, even if we don't get multiplayer or the campaign, I I just love the gameplay of it. And the three different modes they gave us in the PSVR one version were all so much fun. Just having that endless mode was, I mean, it was one of those things where like you, you play. And you die five seconds in, you're like, shit, man, I really suck at this. Then you play and you make it 10 seconds in, then 20 seconds in, 50 seconds in, two minutes. And you're like, holy shit. You know, and, and the further you get, suddenly you're like, oh my God, I got to pull out this gun and start shooting while I'm running and doing this parkour stuff. And then, oh, now I got to slide under these lasers. And it's just, they keep adding more and more as you play. And, and, and then I'm looking at this trailer here where you jump off a building and you actually like grab a rung of a helicopter, fract style. And, uh, or it's not a helicopter, it's a drone. And, and you make your way to the next building. Like all these additions that they put in since look just incredible. So I, I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited for it. I just hope they do the right thing. Yeah. I only played it a couple of times and I wasn't really a fan. But with that said, I, I didn't give myself time to get used to the control style. I did not like the control style mm -hmm. in this game at Agreed. all 
Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe if I had spent more time in it, I might have liked it better, but I did not care for it. I got used to it. Uh, but the whole time I was like, why isn't there just a jump button? It's like, there's a button, then you got to raise your arms simultaneously. Like, Come on now. It's, I don't mind swinging my arms. That's fine. Cause I'm running the whole time. It's like, I, I get it. It kind of works, but yeah, I think, uh, I, I hope they do consider updating the control scheme. And I don't even know. I, I heard the PC version isn't all that much better. Like you still have to do like very similar things. So it wasn't just the lack of analog yep. sticks on PSVR. It was just the way they designed it. So I really do hope, uh, really do hope they kind of re overhaul the whole thing. I'm excited. Double M Gaming says, too many better games out get. Uh, but Stride has gotten better. I don't know. I, I like all kinds of games. Even, even even ones that are, you know. I don't know. I'd be more excited if uh, To the Top were coming to PSVR 2. Well, that game runs on Unity, Wes. <laughs> so uh, I, think, I think if it's coming to PSVR 2, there may be a delay. Uh Dan, uh, Dan Dunham is one of our awesome Discord members, uh, who, and he's, you know, uh, along with Richard Mady, he's the one who designed To the Top and, and made To the Top as a two-person dev team, uh, and he's and, he, and he's been talking about the uh, the Unity ordeal since yesterday uh, and how it's going to affect him. Uh, and I think I, I do it. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it does sound like that it'll affect uh, his his plan to get To the Top to PlayStation VR two. Uh, but I guess we'll just have to see how it all goes down. All right, man. Speaking of man, we got a cinematic trailer for a new game today, uh, coming to PlayStation VR two and other headsets. It's coming from fast travel games and it's called mannequin. Do you ever see the mannequin movie from the eighties? Uh, I was about to try to come up with some kind of a reference for that. So thank you for taking, uh, taking the mantle up this and, thing and doing together. that for me. Stand and start <laughs> forever. Nothing's going to stop us now. And Man, if this the 80s world runs out of lovers, we'll still... <laughs> okay, I'm the terrible singer. <laughs> that was like, from, from the, from the get-go, I should have started over because I was like, that's fucking terrible. <clears throat> I They'll apologize. be remaking that one probably within the next year. Mannequin. As Steve Hurry says, unsubbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chrome Cloth is young Kim Cattrall. It's crazy. Uh, Random Toxie wanted me to go full screen for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, Mannequin, actually, I, I really enjoyed the Mannequin movie as a, as a kid, at least. You know, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. But uh, do you remember Saturday Special? It was a Saturday special. Or it was a kid show, and there was this guy. I don't know if his name was Jack. He was a mannequin, but and he came to life. Jeff. And he put his today's special. Today's special. You're right. Holy yeah, shit! You remember it? And he um, came to life when you put yeah, the, yeah. The, the little hat on him, right? Yeah, you put right exactly. Jeff was his name, and you put he put the hat on him, and he'd come to life. And it was like live action, except there was like one puppet character whose name was. Sam, I think. Yeah. Sam, Sam Crenshaw. And Wait, uh, yeah, how do you I remember fucking it. remember this shit? Like, I, I barely I, I remember know. the premise of the show <laughs> other than that he was a mannequin and switched when he put the hat on. That's it. 
I like today's special, man. I like Pinwheel yes. and uh, Danger Mouse. Yes. And uh, yeah, I watched all that stuff. Wes, we, you would have been my best friend growing up. <laughs> like all the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Amazing. You want to just talk about Danger Mouse for like the next 20 minutes instead of Mannequin? I don't know. Anyway. I love Danger Mouse. <sighs> uh, multiplayer. Okay, this is, this is interesting. Multiplayer. Uh, social deduction game by Fast Travel Games. Uh, they had teased this a little while ago, but now this is the reveal trailer, but it's cinematic. Um, this is, uh, I mean, it looks interesting, right? Because it's, it's, it, it, it almost seems like Among Us evolved, and this is what we got. Am I, am I way off base yeah. here? No, I mean, that, that's kind of true. Um, this looks very different, which is a big relief because, you know, if I get the Cliffs notes and they tell me 2v3, 3v2, immediately I go, God, no, <laughs> no don't do that. Yep. I hate those type of games. Normally they suck. Uh, but when you look a little deeper into what this game actually is, and they tell us quite a bit here about the rule set and the concept for the game. And this is different. This is unlike anything that we've seen before, period. Like, I can't think of a flat game to compare this to. Among Us is the closest thing, but this is not Among Us. This is very different than Among Us. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. I, I really, really dig the vibe of it. Like, just the vibe of the world and the characters. It seems very ominous and post-apocalyptic, which I love. Yeah, I mean, it looks scary, like legitimately scary. Uh, they went for this. I mean, if this is the the vibe that the final game will have, you know, rather than just these uh, teaser trailers, the cinematic trailers, it looks it looks terrifying. You know, what the funny thing is, is you know, before uh, here, you know, what before I even we even talk about the game, um, because I, I we they did do a blog post, so we can bring that up and, and find, get all the details, but. Wes, are you familiar with the game? Shit. <laughs> what the hell is it called? Oh, no. Hold on one second. Uh, Spaceship Imposter uh, Among <laughs> Us Among Game. Dude, this is, this is why I don't, I write everything down, like literally everything down. Um, okay. So there was a game back in 2015 called Late Night Shop. Do you remember this? Nope. Do a quick do, do a quick YouTube Google search something because I'm going to play a trailer right now. I want because this is I really fucking thought when they revealed this today. I didn't I didn't realize uh, what I was watching was something from Fast Travel Games. I didn't realize it was a multiplayer game. I didn't realize anything. Like I just started, I just like oh what's this mannequin thing and I clicked the button and started watching the, the trailer and I said oh crazy they brought late night shop back from the dead. Here's the trailer. Now what what it was was that you run around in a deserted shopping mall and there's these mannequins everywhere. And like when you're not looking, they come to life and and, and chase you. And, and I and I just really thought that this game had gotten a new lease on life because in, back in 2015, everyone played this. I don't know if it actually came out. Uh, I, I mean, everyone. I mean, all the like the VR YouTubers that were around in 2015. Uh, and so I don't I don't know if it actually came out. I don't know if uh, if it, if it came out and then got delisted at some point. But I can't seem to find many records of it now, except for trailers like this and, and Let's Plays from those VR uh, YouTube channels. So I really thought, 
Look, I mean, look at this. Every time you turn around, mannequins are fucking right there. So they're moving uh, as, uh, and, and they're chasing you, but you're don't not. Blink. Don't blink. Don't blink. The whole game is a don't blink room. Uh, don't turn your back room, apparently. So it looks terrifying. Terrifying. So that's what I thought this was. Uh, and, and, and I'm really glad that it made me go back and, and, and dig this up because now I'm curious what happened to this game. However, <laughs> it has nothing to do with this whatsoever. Uh, I, I was I was actually curious at one point if like maybe fast travel got some developers from this team and they were like, hey, we had this idea for this thing a while ago. And hey, maybe we could make it into this other thing that you're talking about. But I think I'm reading way too much into it. So probably. But I that's mean, an interesting always. comparison. Yeah, it's interesting. Who knows? I mean, at the very least, maybe that played some part of like inspiring uh, the people at Fast Travel into their concept, um, which is cool. 3v2, you have, uh, I think, two alien creatures versus uh, three uh, humans who are trying to find them and detect them. The, the aliens can shapeshift and pretend to be frozen humans and, and for the record there's some kind of an event that has frozen all the humans in this area of the city so the 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 team of three is coming in here to kind of try to find the aliens um and uh the aliens are trying to go undetected long enough to uh come up behind these guys and grab them and freeze them too um there's a lot more to it than that. I mean, there's like these power stations that um, if the aliens are able to drain all the power from the power stations, then they get like super abilities where they can, you know, they can already see where all the humans are at. So that gives them a, a big strategic advantage. But if the humans get to the stations first, then they get the superpowers and uh, it makes it easier for them to detect where the aliens are. And it, it create basically the concept is it creates a bunch of strategic advantages slash disadvantages depending upon which side you are and how the games go. Um, I mean, it, it's weird. It's kind of like Among Us with a little bit of Firewall and a little bit of After the Fall in there. Like, it's a really cool concept for a game. Um, I'm hopeful that there's a good variety of levels when it launches. Um, I'm hopeful that there are some smart bots in it so that you don't always have to have five to play it. Um, but what I see here, I like, and I'm very intrigued. Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cap still our tip says, wow, when does this come out? It looks amazing. Well, macho, as the PlayStation blog tells us, you can play as aliens or agents in suspenseful sci-fi multiplayer title mannequin coming to PlayStation VR 2 in 2024. I think that's about as far as they go with uh, with the uh, release date. Uh, interestingly enough, the article comes to us from our friend over at Fast Travel, James Hunt. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets was his project. It was a kind of like his little pet project that he was developing, allowed to develop on the side while... Uh, while things like Wraith were being developed. Uh, and so this is his, this looks like his project. He's the creative lead on this over at Fast Travel Games. He says, hello, PlayStation Nation. My name is James Hunt. And I'm the game director for Fast Travel Games' new PSVR 2 title, Mannequin, coming to P coming in 2024. You may know that, 
fast travel team from our long history of single player VR experiences like Cities VR in the upcoming Vampire the Masquerade Justice, but Mannequin will be our first ever in-house multiplayer title, allowing up to five players to enjoy suspense, social deduction, and fast, sudden action. Uh, in Mannequin, our, our first original IP since 2019, so curious tale of the stolen pets, the world is reeling from the appearance of extraterrestrial presence. Sites across the globe have stated mysteriously freezing in time, and first responders called to these areas have become motionless, helpless statues. Not only that, but a race of alien beings have been discovered at these locations known to you and I as mannequins. They boast potentially life-threatening abilities, and it's up to a team of special agents to hunt down these supernatural new threats before they themselves fall victim to the mannequin's powers. What follows is a tense game of cat and mouse. Uh, in a standard match of mannequins, three players work as, a, as the titular aliens facing off against a team of two agents. As mannequins, you'll have the ability to assume, assume a pose and then freeze yourself, turning into a statue with the appearance of one of the trapped first responders. You can use this power to set up the perfect ambush, lying in wait for agents to appear and then dashing forward, freezing them in place with a touch of a hand. I want to stop there for a second because this is the first time I've freeze read the- Freeze tag. <laughs> it's freeze tag. It is. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> this is the first time I've actually read the PlayStation blog, so I didn't even fully know uh, all, the, all these details ahead of time. It says you assume a pose and then freeze yourself. So I thought that part of this game was going to be how still you can stay while they're kind of while the first responders are uh, are, are scanning the environment and looking around. But it says you can freeze yourself. So you 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 pick a pose and then you probably push a button in order to initiate the freeze. So that's I'm, I'm I don't I don't know how. I think that the way I thought it was going to work was just not doable. <laughs> There's just no way you'd stand still enough to not ever move. Or you could cheat by just putting your controllers or headset down or something, I'm sure. So, uh, but I'm, but I'm curious to know, like, how do you figure out who's, who the person is now? Like you get abilities, as you said, but you don't start with those abilities, right? Right. Right. So basically you're, if you're the aliens, you're the defender. And you're on a team of three. You, you, I guess that over time will learn the maps, learn where the entry points are, learn where the pinch points are, and learn where the goal is, which are these power stations. And basically, what you have to do is strategically place yourself so that um, the humans, the two, the team of two coming in, will walk past you and get close enough to you with their back turned so that you can run up and tag them in the back and freeze them. Um, if they can manage to get around you, or if you move too quickly and they see you before you get to them, then I imagine they're going to be able to dispose of you pretty quickly. So you have to really think out your strategy with your two teammates. Um, do you want to guard, you know, do you want to sit right on top? of the power station and leave the other one open, uh, you know, or, or do you want to uh, guard the entrances and uh, do it in such a way that um, you have to be sure that you're going to be able to wipe them out right there because if they get past you, then you're screwed. Um, 
again, this is all coming from my reading of the description. Sure. Uh, I imagine there'll be a lot more to it than just that. But again, very, very, a very different concept than we've seen in VR. We've seen bits and pieces of, of this style of, uh, of gameplay, but never put together quite like this. But agents are far from defenseless. I feel like you've already covered all this. I don't need to keep reading it. But uh, armed with this, armed with state-of-the-art technology, they can scan levels for a mannequin's rough location, catch the enemy in the act, or suss out which statues an enemy in disguise, and you'll need to blast them with your laser pistol. The first team to wipe out the other wins. But there's a few more twists that makes mannequin a game of intense strategy and shifting favor. Um, yeah, I think you covered the rest. I gotta of this. imagine if. I got to imagine if the humans like kill the frozen humans, there must be some severe penalty for that. If oh, not true. game over or, because otherwise you could just go through blasting everything and just kill it all, you know? So maybe there's limited ammo. Maybe you only get a couple shots. Maybe there's a penalty. If you kill people, yeah. maybe you go to jail. I don't know. It's a little bit like Pavlov's prop hunt, I guess to an extent, but different uh it, the funny thing about this is that it, it it kind of makes among us vr irrelevant to me i feel like i feel like shell games dropped the ball by waiting so long to bring it to playstation vr one or two and when once this is out and they didn't say when they said 2024 and james hunt said uh we'll have more to share including the first gameplay footage soon uh but i feel like once this is out this this just evolves the formula of Among Us so much to the point where, as you said, Among Us is the closest thing, but it's still not the same game by any stretch. Like this just takes the formula and adds like some real gameplay to it. And so I, I, I feel like Among Us is, Among Us VR's window is closing as this closes in because this is just more of a game than Among Us will ever be. So uh, Shell Games might want to consider getting Among Us out uh, this year. <laughs> Because this because this game's coming out next year, so let's fucking do it. Yeah, Among Us is fun for a day, two days, a week tops, and at that point it becomes very repetitive. And oh, it's a it's a good. I mean, it's a nice ten dollar party when you've got seven other people you want to hang out and do something fun and laugh with your friends. Yep. But in terms of like compelling gameplay, it's just there's nothing there. It's it's all you. you among us is as good as your friends are yep so if you have awesome friends you'll have fun with them as you would probably have fun bowling or fishing or doing whatever else with them but um, as far as like the game itself there, there isn't very much diversity in the actual stuff that you do in the game um so it does tend to get old i prefer to golf ryan <laughs> much rather play walkabout than among us i mean i think i think that goes for me too with no question about it actually um that's yeah when i played among us on quest among us vr that was the exact same thought that i had we had a great group of people i mean we, you know we we had uh we had tiffany we had creeper betty we had uh i mean aj was in there i think roadie was in there nick was probably in there i mean we had a great group of people i think jenna sequa might have been in there like awesome group and even after like four or five rounds i was like all right it's like i'm i'm playing this because i'm hanging out with a great group of people and we're laughing and having a good time but it was because of them if i tried to play that game with a bunch of randos it would have been terrible uh, or at least not great and i always felt the same thing about werewolves within as well werewolves i think 
even though it had more structure to it than even Among Us does, you still needed a great group of people to play that with. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if that's going to be the case with Mannequin. I feel like Mannequin, from the description of the game, sounds like a great game that you could totally play with randoms, and it would just be, and it would just be fucking fun. Uh, so I, I think uh, I'm excited for this, man. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, I'm way more excited about this than I thought I would be. Because when Polyarch had said, hey, we're going to make a multiplayer game, and it turned out to be Glass Breakers, and every, even everyone who's played has been like, oh my god, Glass Breakers is great, it's this mobile, I'm like, I don't care. I really don't care. I don't think I'm interested whatsoever. Uh, well, that that game that game is something different than what I was expecting, man. Yeah. That game is something else. It's a board game, bro. It's a board game. <laughs> like for Glass real. Breakers is a board game? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I'm done. No, I mean, I like board games, but like... I don't know. Have you played it? Like, have you? Do, have you? Uh, do you have any impressions I, on a it? A little, a little. I haven't played it enough to really. I haven't played like versus anyone. So like, I just got in it to to see what it looked like. Pretty much. Yeah. There's a lot to learn, Brian. Like, it's not that it has a long tutorial. It is. It has a series of tutorials. Like, there's like five, six, seven tutorials before you really learn how to play. Um, now, with that said, it it is a free title mm-hmm. with in the Moss universe, and it absolutely has that polish on it, like like you would expect from a Polyarch title. It looks like a thirty dollar game, um, but I mean, literally, you're just basically placing your little dudes on the board and having them go do whatever they're supposed to do. Like, it's not, you're not, like, using the stick to move them around or anything like that or hitting buttons to make them fight. You want them to fight, you place them on top of the enemy, and they fight right in front of you. Okay. It's battle chess. No. Um, (laughs) Pretty much. Something like that. Well, so when Polyarch announced that, I was like, I'm out. When Fast Travel said, hey, we got a multiplayer game coming, I was like, I think I'm out again. I just... It just it, certain things, just certain things from certain people, and I know it's very judgmental way of looking at things. And I'm always, always excited to be wrong because anytime a game turns out to be good that I don't think is gonna be good, I'm like, thank God I was wrong. I, I'm n- I'm never on the side of, gee, I hope this game sucks. I just can't get it out of my head when I first hear about something. Gee, the concept of this sounds bad, and so that's where I was with Polyarch, and that's where I was with Fast Travel, just because I was like, man, Fast Travel hasn't quite nailed the single player stuff yet. I'm worried about the multiplayer thing. And so, but this is everything I've seen about this, everything I've read about this, and the fact that it's sort of got this horror slant going on, where like just looking around and wondering which people are real and which people aren't, I think that's going to be tense as hell. And I think this is right up my alley. So I 100% reverse my opinion on uh, Fast Travel making a multiplayer game. I think this is going to be awesome and I'm crazy fucking excited to play it. I hope we find, I hope we get it early 2024 because I don't want to wait too long to play it. Well, they they are actively um, asking people to uh, beta test now. So anyone who's interested in playing this early, get on the Discord, sign up. Uh, they're bringing people in to to help with the game. So, um, so I could... typically don't beta test mm-hmm. because I'm too busy to commit to something like that. Um, but I am looking forward to playing this. Uh Jan Clauston in the chat uh, posted their PlayStation Network name. 
and said, hey, everybody add me, I need friends. Come join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Join our Discord. That's where you're going to find some great PSN uh, friends. That's where you're going to get in on some great multiplayer games. We have multiplayer meetup every single Sunday in different games. And we've got channels for almost every PSVR 2 game there is. And if we don't have the one you want, let us know. We'll add it. Uh, and then you can, and that's where you can organize games uh, for pretty much any game that you want to play. On top of that, I know that Nick was recently tirelessly working on getting roles assigned for each game that we have meaning that if somebody is somebody wants to organize a game like say i want to play a walkabout game and i, and I need to and i want to tag everybody who's got the walkabout role who's interested in being tagged every time there's a walkabout game going on you know being notified that's a thing now so i don't know i don't know uh how many games we have that for but nick was tirelessly working on it and so uh our discord is slowly becoming the place to be to get in or start a multiplayer game and find people right away for it. So uh, so thank you for that, Nick. And again, join our Discord, click the link in the description below. No more excuses, Wes. People say, oh, I, well, I wanna play this game, but there's no one to play with. Join our fucking Discord. <laughs> no more excuses. Yeah. We have it's the answer. It's not hard to find people to play with. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. Unless you're trying to play something that sucks. But uh, that typically isn't the case. So, no. 4D, the four-dimensional game cat with the level two membership says Danger Mouse. That's cool. What about Count Duckula? That must have been Ducktales, right? I was not a Ducktales fan, and I feel like I should have been. Uh, I like Ducktales pretty well. I was actually probably a bigger fan of the NES game than I was yes. of the uh, show, but I did watch the show somewhat. That's a great game. I love it so easy. I rented it and beat it like five times before I had to take it back to the thing. Just pogoed everything's head in. Is that a joke? Like I, I, I remember Ducktales being difficult. Oh no, I, I, I remember it being like crazy simple, like very easy. Damn. Uh, I don't know if, I don't, dude. I don't know if you've been doing the same thing as me. <clears throat> Everybody, cover yours for a second here, because uh, I, I gotta bring something up. I'm at the end of the mannequin trailer. I'm watching it right now, full screen. When it gets to the PlayStation, the very last PlayStation insert where it says "Play has no limits," something flashes on the screen. Yes, this yellow thing flashes, orange thing flashes on the screen. But it doesn't say anything. I just paused it. It's like a, an orange flash bar that flashes at the bottom. And I thought it was going to have like some kind of secret message. It's just an orange bar. I think they fucking screwed up in Premiere. <laughs> Do you always look for the sub subliminal stuff too? Like every time I see a, fra a frame in my peripheral, I'm like, oh, I got to see what that says. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I play trailers backwards. I listen to every album back. No, I don't know. Just kidding. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Naughty, what's up in the chat? Says, what the fuck? DuckTales was difficult. Yeah, I think you're on your own here. I think you're on your own here, Wes. DuckTales was not an easy game. I had my way with it. It was very easy for me. Uh, Count Duckula was a vegetarian vampire duck voiced by David Jason, and he was not in DuckTales, apparently. Yeah, I, this is... 
the name sounds familiar, but now let's try the game feline definitely has something that I'm familiar with, with a $5 tip says, if we're doing 80s Nickelodeon shout outs, we can't forget you can't do that on television. That was classic. Everybody, For sure. Yeah, I loved it. You can't do that on television. That was a great show. Everybody got green slimed when uh, everybody got green slimed. I don't know. Said, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Yep. And water, too. Remember? Water. Oh, they say all they do is say water, right? And then they put water poured on them? Yeah. Which I guess if you say, yeah. I don't know, you better immediately say water because then you can wash off yeah. the green slime. That right. makes sense. Uh, Alejandro D, cat allergic game cat with a $10 tip. Oh, voice cracked. Said, uh, tomorrow's state of play, Hellraiser VR. We get trapped in the Cenobite world. What's Cenobite? I, I don't know things, dude. Is that Hell? Hell? Wait, Hellraiser VR. I was thinking Hell Sweeper when he said Hellraiser. Uh, there we go. Boss fights, themes like Here They Lie, using Lament Configuration Box for puzzle solving or as a weapon, I can only dream. You hold on to that dream <laughs> because you're going to need it after tomorrow's SOP. Uh, that would be cool, though. I'd play a Hellraiser game. I'd be happy if they brought uh, Clive Barker's Jericho in the VR, as a matter of fact. The PlayStation 3 game? Yep. I don't remember that being very good. Although I have been playing PS3 games recently, Wes. Uh, I recently got a backwards compatible PS3, one that plays PS2 games and obviously PS1. Ooh. And uh, I got it set up in the bedroom so I can play from bed. And I've been catching up on a lot of PlayStation 3 games that I either never gave much attention to or never played. And uh, yeah, I've got a I've got a big stack of those here, and I will never play them because they keep getting brought into VR. Like, <laughs> like I've got Bulletstorm here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I never played Bulletstorm before. I own it. Now it's a VR game. And there, there's like two or three other ones in my stack of games that are now VR games. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I, I will say when I set this up, even though I have like the uh, Bioshock remastered collection, I was going to play Bioshock on the PlayStation 3, the, like the, the way that I originally played it and say, hey, I'm fucking man, I'll, I'll play this in the lower resolution, lower frame rate thing that will trigger all my nostalgic memories of it. And I and I won't care because I'll get to use the DualShock 3 and it'll be great. Uh, I still fucking love the DualShock 3. And I couldn't do it because I've got this nagging feeling, the same nagging feeling that I've had since 2016, <laughs> that Bioshock eventually will be a VR game. And it's been long enough where I don't remember all of the beats in the Bioshock one storyline or what happens or when the little scares happen or, or anything like that. And, and I don't want to have that fresh in my memory for the inevitable 2029 20, release of Bioshock VR. I will point out technically Bioshock, uh, a previously announced third party title on PlayStation. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? So Bioshock technically is a previously announced title. That's true. Also, yeah. uh, Judas is a, is a previously announced title. So, oh man, I'm starting to get real hype for tomorrow. As I'm the hype, <laughs> I can't stop it. I'm getting excited. This is going to be great. Oh my God. I'm going to be so disappointed tomorrow. There's no fucking way around it. Uh, they're going to show us some horror games, I think. And we'll be happy about that. 
Macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with $5 tips says, I honestly hope Sony wows the general audience with their best VR foot forward, make it look really good and sell some headsets. What could they do that with though? That was previously announced other than RE4. I think you already said it. I think Arizona sunshine too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fingers crossed. This is a treat for the audio listeners. Oh, I almost got it. Oh, fuck. Okay. Good try. B Gary Smith says Bioshock 1, 2, or 2. Just Bioshock 1. Let's pretend like the other ones didn't exist. 2 is okay. I just, it, you know what? Here's the funny thing about Bioshock 2. By the time Bioshock 2 came out, I was like, I've had enough of Rapture. And then Bioshock 3 came out, and I was like, God, I miss Rapture. So it was like, there was no winning for me. I just, I was like, I just needed one Bioshock game. <laughs> That's all I needed. Um, all right. Maybe they'll do something like Layers of Fear where they just put both of them together and remake it into one game. Ah, the budget cuts experience. Right. Got it. Layers of Fear. Um, all right, man. Are you ready to play some 20 questions? I am. I just decided my game about three minutes ago, but we've got one now. Perfect. Uh, hopefully you know this game well because I feel like we've been having issues lately um hold on i want to make sure we don't lose any tips in the process here macho's got another tip for us macho 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 real estate procrastinating game cat with the five dollar tip says we'd be we'd it'd be games hold on let me should i read this first we did <laughs> that's we'd it'd be games we as followers of vr already know but maybe the first eyes on for general gamers yeah works Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Fair. Tony Collins says, any word on Astrobot? No. And wait for a showcase because I don't think they're going to do any first party stuff uh, or anything like Astrobot until a showcase. Uh, and, I, and I do, and I do think we're getting a showcase this year. The, the rumors that were strong about a state of play that came to fruition. I think the rumors about the showcase, which is all supposed to be happening this year. Some, I mean, obviously before December or in December, uh, I think those are true too. All right, uh, let's do this shit. Uh, guys, I need all the help I can possibly get. Help me out in the chat. We got 20 yes or no questions and only six minutes on the clock to figure out what PSVR 1 or 2 game Wes is thinking of. On your mark, get Des, go. Is this game on PlayStation VR 2? No. Damn it, we're in big trouble. Uh, <clears throat> was this game released... Has the developer of this game released more than one PSVR game? Yes. Oh, thank God. Chrome Colossus says, is it a shooter? Do you do a lot of shooting? Man, see, I don't know. I know I've asked you about this before and we haven't really i don't remember what the answer to the question there there, there are, are no guns okay that you use in this game all right guys bow and arrow game <laughs> uh yeah uh we, yeah we need we need to start making guidelines uh, gc13 the diet pepsi cat 
uh, ask, is this a top 25 game? Is this a game that would make it, it doesn't have to be specifically in our top 25, but would it be a game that would be in consideration for a top 25 list? Um, Depends on. Not a recent year. one. Mm-hmm. M- right. M- maybe in its time, but not, not recently, not even close to recently. Okay. Uh, I mean, this to me, it's already sounding like uh, Apex Construct, right? Because bow and arrow and a developer who made more than one. Uh, Looper's talking about in death. Uh, see, Sacrolith, I don't think those developers made any other uh, PSVR games. I could be wrong about that. I can't remember who the developer was. In death. Did those guys make any? Uh, was it? Was there any roguelite elements or roguelike elements in this game? No. Okay, not in death. Uh, <clears throat> was this narrative driven? Yes. Okay, we're definitely on the apex construct path. Was this developed by fast travel games? Yes. Woohoo, guys, we did it. <laughs> uh, is this apex construct? It is, of course, Apex Construct. Is is archery shooting, Brian? Uh, I th- I think I, I think we need to specify. I think when the person every time, whether it, whether the answer is yes uh, to shooting guns or or yes to bow b- and arrows, we need to specify, right? Because I don't, I can't make you say what you said, right? So yeah. every time the question is asked, the the person asking needs to specify: Do you shoot guns? And then, and if the person doesn't ask, the quit. Yeah, it needs to be specified, right? And if it's not specified, then how do I answer? Always, we always, no- we, we always respond. We always respond. Uh, shooting what? Whether shooting whether what? the answer is guns or not, we have to always respond. Is there shooting of what in this game? But that that pretty much lands us in the in the same. Well, I guess not. I guess if we ask that question every time, every time yep. then, then yeah, because then we could just say shooting what guns? No. Archery? No. And then, and then move on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, well, while we're on it, while we're on the topic, how about, how about magic spell casting? Like, like the Wizard's Dark Times, for example. <clears throat> you know what? You're, you're I, firing out fire. How about, how about a shooter. How about this? Uh, Say, are you shooting in this game? I think we have to imply that means guns. How about that? Because shooting I, means yeah. guns, right? Do, do you shoot shoot yeah. bows and arrows? Do you shoot bows? No, you don't shoot bows. You shoot arrows. Do you shoot arrows is a different question. Do you shoot implies guns. So let's go with that. That way it eliminates all the problem. Do you shoot magic? I mean that's that's silly, right? Do you cast magic? I think that's the answer for that. So yeah, the the question the, the yeah, do you shoot? Yeah, ha- okay. We're just gonna have to from now on imply that that means guns. That work for everybody? Yeah. That yeah. work for you? Yeah, shoot. Shooter means guns. Archery games are not shooters. Spell casting games are not shooters. AJ says you can shoot a bow, which I mean, if you can shoot a gun, right? You're not you're shooting bullets technically, <laughs> so you can shoot a bow. I think it's only fair to say you can shoot a bow. You shoot arrows with a bow. You shoot bullets with a gun. You, don't sh- you know what, man? I, I'm overthinking all of this now, and I want to go back to bed. 
I'm going to forget all these by, by next Wednesday anyway. Shooting so. means guns. From now on, shooting means guns. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> shooting means guns. It Twitcher. has been written. Twitcher, the Deuce Juice GameCat uh, with the level two membership says, I wish I had something clever to say instead of wasting this free membership tip. Why'd you waste it, Twitcher? Oh, man. Uh, do we have a swim puppy GameCat? Because Twitcher is the Deuce Juice game cat. We need a swim puppy game cat that will complete our black hole pool. Uh, I think we do. I think somebody changed their name to something swim puppy game cat, but my brain doesn't work. Uh, I want to make sure we didn't miss any tips because it's so easy to. But I think we're good. I think we're good. And since we're good. <laughs> Random talks, he's talking about crossbows now. I guess, I mean, you do shoot a crossbow, right? You do. Pull the trigger and everything. Yeah. Shooting means guns, you guys. For the sake of 20 questions, shooting means guns. <laughs> <laughs> everything else is secondary. That's what we're going to imply from this. All right, you guys. Uh, thank you, everybody who helps the channel run, including Rypop, who gets us up on podcast services of your choice, and side by game get Henry, who puts timestamps into this thing after the fact. Yes, you should thank him. You should get on your knees and thank him. Do what you want when you're, once you're down there. I'm not telling you what to do, but once you're down on your knees, you can thank Henry however you want to. But damn, if he doesn't do it, ain't no one else gonna. Uh, also, thank you to everybody who uh, supports this channel financially over on Patreon.com/slash Without Parole Games and right here on YouTube by being a member and the people in the chat who tip. Thank you so very much. You're keeping the lights on. You're keeping the pizza coming. You're keeping me working. Uh, you're keeping me alive, I think, too. Let's not get too dark on that one. Uh, thank you to everybody who hangs out in the chat. Thanks to everybody who helps turn twenty questions. And thanks to everybody who sits back and watches the show and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. And thank you, us, for being here today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me. Happy West Day. Happy West Day, everyone. As GC13, the Diet Pepsi Cat with the level two membership says, don't forget, thank the mods for being awesome. You can have this membership money from me to you, which is, which is, what? what? <laughs> I don't, it's crazy. It's thank crazy. The, crazy. The, the proper response is thank you. What about, Brian, if like you have a sword, but since you have full health, you can shoot energy beams out from your sword? Is that shooting? I, I don't I, I don't know. Like Zelda One. You remember Zelda One? Yeah. The full energy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do I call it shooting? Yes, for the sake of twenty questions. Let's limit it to guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't fair fair enough. Man. I don't know. Uh you know sometimes at the beginning of these shows we uh we we go take a trip back in time and we say, Hey, I've got all these thumbnails stored on my computer. Uh I call them hold screens, but they are thumbnails. And uh, obviously, we get the PlayStation State of Play airing tomorrow thumbnail up on the screen right now. But as I was getting the show together, I noticed that we did a show two years ago today. So September 13th, 2021. You, you, you want to see what we were talking about two years ago today? Wait, what were we talking about two years ago? Today? Everything two we know two? about Horizon on PSVR 2. 
this is when AJ and I got some inside information about Horizon Call of the Mountain. Um, we'd even seen screenshots and like we, uh, and then right before the show, we were told uh, we were very limited. Uh, the person who kind of like leaked the information to us, like suddenly like kind of changed their mind or last minute said, oh, you can only talk about this and you can, you can't say that you saw the pictures or this or that, whatever. And, <laughs> and it was like the most awkward. I just remember it being the one of the most awkward, awkward episodes of Gamescast Live because we were headlining with everything we know about Horizon on PSVR 2. And then we couldn't talk about everything we knew about horizon on psvr2 and so aj and i were dancing around so many different topics during this epi episode it was so difficult it was so difficult so that was that would have been right after the developer summit right the developer summit was in august of that year here we are a few weeks removed from that and we've got dirt on uh, horizon vr um i think we can look back at this period of time brian as when it all went wrong because <laughs> we're still we're still hated for this right this is the reason why uh it takes you three months to get your replacement from uh sony right yeah this is 100 percent why uh why i'm blacklisted by, from uh from by sony this is why uh this is why they no longer respond to my uh my emails or or send me they didn't send me a review unit uh, all sorts of all sorts of issues erupted around this time because of that so yeah i guess i've been blacklisted for about two years now as it turns out i thought it was about closer to a year but i think you're right the timeline lines up two years of being blacklisted i just didn't know for a while i guess yeah it wasn't very condo of you brian it wasn't very what sirens condo do you remember, do you remember condo no that was what their um, one of their catchphrases for PS5. It, uh, it meant um, this is a Japanese word that means like fun or oh right I don't right remember right. Exactly what it was. Gondo. That's right. I completely forgot about that. How stupid. Gamecat <laughs> Photo Photonutter says Headmaster shooting at goal. We need Headmaster on PSVR two, Brian. Yeah. The head haptics. Come on, bro. Well, it, has this entire chat for the last five minutes been about all the different things you can shoot that aren't guns? <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. I'm just looking back now. Well, that's true. Sci-Fi Game Kit Henry says uh, Black Hole Pool technically a shooter as well. I'm fucking done with all of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, uh, stay tuned because in a couple hours I'll have PSVR this week finally done five days late. I love you all. Have a great night. Meow. Bye. <laughs> Who said you can shoot your mouth off? Oh, my God.